You're listening to a Big MX Radio Podcast. Brought to you by Arma Energy. Presented by Fly Racing, W Wheels, Bill's Pipes, Just One Helmets, X-Brand Goggles, Shades of Grey Custom Helmet Painting, Rhino Power Sports Supplements, Roy Borton Suspension, Watts Perfections, and Golden Tire. Simply the best, motocross and supercross news from around the globe. And now, here's your host, Brad Gephardt. Welcome to the Arma Energy Drink Big MX Radio Show. Sponsored by Fly Racing, Bill's Pipes, W Wheels, and Just One Helmets. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt, but with me on the line, we got the 61 of Michael Lieb. Michael Lieb, how's it going, brother? Hey, good. Yeah, just, uh, you know, I appreciate you guys having me on, and uh, thanks to, you know, fans for tuning in and giving us a listen. Absolutely. We appreciate you giving us some time, and uh, you've had a lot of time to do some talking as of late. Uh, a, a pretty uh, serious injury to your leg. What happened to you? Yeah, the uh, 2015 season, uh, it was much brighter coming in, I guess you can say, as, uh, as it was once I got to Oakland. But, um, you know, the first three rounds, we had some kinks to work out and, um, you know, a couple couple issues. And I was uh, a little bit frustrated, you know, by the time that we got done with Anaheim 2. And, you know, we finally got everything kind of under control and, and all those things. And uh, the weekend leading or the week leading into the weekend over at Oakland uh, for the fourth round, um, you know, felt really good. We had a lot of the great things going. Uh, you felt like we kind of got our feet back under us. And then right when I got into the second practice in Oakland there, I um, I was doing a, a 3-3 in, the, in this rhythm, and uh, I was kind of like the only one doing it from the inside at that point. And felt really good. You know, first practice, I was like fourth or fifth fastest. You know, that practice, I was on the board as well. You know, so I was, I was feeling good. Feeling and, uh yeah, so I just I I moved my line six inches over from the four or five laps before, and I uh, I kind of seat bounced. And the second that I started to uh, you know compress and in the lift, I knew something bad was bound to happen. And by the time that I was over the second part in that rhythm, like the second roller, I had the seat touching my butt and my shoulders at the same time. And by that time, I said, "Yeah, I, I that time was actually silent because I'd let go of the bars and pretty much jumped through." But uh, I ended up landing into the fourth fourth roller in the rhythm uh long story short i broke my uh tid fib vicular talus a couple of metatarsals a couple of toes so everything down by the bottom of your leg uh any compound fractures at all yeah like which 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 leg was it and yeah all that stuff at the bottom just crushed yeah i mean um it, it wasn't uh the only thing i guess i didn't break would be my uh my heel that i don't know how i managed to not break that but uh I uh, I got a rod in the tibia or tibula whatever it is tibia and then uh, the fibula they left alone it wasn't too displaced the talus and the navicular had pins in them temporary pins so they were external um, those got pulled after the six week mark and um, the rod will stay in there for uh, for a good little while I suppose. So, uh, what kind of discomfort does that, does that present to you as you do your recovery? Um, I got to imagine with a, a pretty nasty injury like that, not only are you on the shelf, but it makes just getting around tough. Yeah, well, actually, when I when I first crashed, I uh, I took a really bad sprain to my left foot too. So, um, hmm. uh, you know, going you know to the white gear thing, which I'm sure we'll touch on in a little bit here, but uh, yes, Brits Will Walk uh, Foundation. Um, 
she was uh, she was helping me out for the previous two rounds, and we had her blasted all over our gear and all sorts of stuff. And great great deal, by the way. If you don't know her story, please go check it out. Um, but uh, anyway, so uh, you know, she actually lent me a wheelchair, and that was uh, I had to be in that thing for you know a couple of weeks. I, I couldn't put weight on my left foot because it was super swollen, and obviously my right foot was pretty pretty knackered. So I uh, yeah. I was hanging out. Is that a word that you picked up while riding the GPS? That is actually knackered, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be a that'd be a good old British word, wouldn't it? Yeah, the only one, no, the only person I know that uses that is uh, from across the pond, and uh, funny to see that you you picked that up. Um, yeah. Throughout the beginning of the season, uh, the sixty one was looking poised to be uh, Honda's white knight. You, uh, if forgive me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that uh, on the very first night of the series that you were the top Honda, correct? Yeah, first time in the series, I was uh, I was top Honda at tenth. Um, you know, I, leaving May one, I uh, I wasn't happy with the way that I rode, and I wasn't happy with a lot of things. But I mean, you know, that that was at least something to build off of. Um, over the next two rounds, um, we had a uh, a small mechanical going at Phoenix in the main, and um, and over in May two, I crashed on the last lap of last practice, and you know, kind of kind of banged my shoulder up pretty bad, but. Uh, you know, it's it's the game we play and, and all that stuff. But, uh, you know, I, I had really high expectations for this year. And, uh, you know, it's just it's the way that it was. It's the way the cookie crumbled. And, uh, you know, I just got to make the best of it from here on out. So in no way uh, throughout these injuries that you've had and some of the times you've been uh, kind of knocked down a peg or two, uh, you're not giving up whatsoever, right? Don't get me wrong. I think every one of us on the starting line has had an injury where we said that we're done. But, uh, yeah. you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's what we do. It's, it, you know, I, I know for myself, it's who I am and I wouldn't change it for the world. And, uh, you know, I, I, I got dreams that, you know, go back to where I was, you know, three years old or, or whatever it may be. And, and, uh, you know, they, they somehow get back under you and, and keep you going. And I don't know what it is and I don't know why it is, but it's, it's the way that it is. And, and that's the way that I, uh, I, I live my life, I suppose. Well, that's excellent. Uh, how's the recovery been? Are you pretty mobile now? Are you able to work out and, and put some weight on that and, and get your full recovery? And that being said, when are we going to see you on a bike again? Yeah, um, I mean, as far as recovery process goes, they were saying at the first, uh, at first step at Oakland Hospital, which, side note, scariest place I've ever been to. Um, luckily, I had a great surgeon. Um, but, Tupac was uh, there? What's that? Was Tupac there? Um, I think all of his cousins and his brothers were, and, okay, uh, cool. if, if they weren't there, they were living right across the street, which was, uh, I guess Oakland's version of, of Compton. <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, you know, it, great, great people up there, but, you know, definitely yeah. a, a different, different side to Oakland than, you know, than we see when we go to Supercross and, and all that stuff there. But anyways, um, yeah, recovery process, they were saying originally, you know, I'd be walking at like week 11, riding week 14 kind of thing. So I'm at week eight and a half right now. Um, I'm, I'm walking, I'm mobile, I'm, I'm uh, back in the gym with uh, my trainer, Chris Hay at CH1 Pro Training. And, um, you know, just kind of starting this slow, steady process of, of getting back into it. I'm not quite at the point where I can uh, I can go ride a road bike ride, you know, for three or four hours, but um, I am... I'm progressing and, uh, you know, I'm ahead of where people thought I would be at this point. So I got to take that, you know, as, as I can get it. 
For sure. That's a huge vote of confidence for yourself. And um, yeah, we, we can't wait to see you out there uh, dressed in white once again. And uh, without further ado, let's jump right into that. The the blank white gear that you uh, were riding with at the beginning of the season, uh, pretty sharp looking, especially when you uh, you dress yourself in all the colors of the companies that uh, would back you. Uh, tell us a little bit about that program with uh, that particular company that's that's that owns the gear and how they've helped you out to kind of create a little bit of a billboard for yourself. Yeah, we, um, you know, I, I like other sports and, you know, people, people like, and they also dislike NASCAR and, and things like that. But, you know, it's like, I, I, I like business stuff and I like, uh, you know, learning a lot about branding and, and, you know, what attracts sponsors. And, you know, I mean, if you're going to go and, and ask people for money, you better know the reason of why and what it's going to do for them. And, uh, you know, that's just something that a lot of us, I guess, undermine in the sport a little bit, but, uh, you know, two years ago, we kind of had this, uh, this, uh, same idea. We, um, we used it for a couple of weeks. So a couple of people saw it and kind of knew a little bit about what we were doing, but it wasn't until this year that things really took off. Um, I, uh, you know, spent the previous year with a, uh, gear deal. And after that ended, I, um, you know, we went to go renew a contract and things weren't, you know, what I felt that they should be. And, uh, you know, we, we had this gear sitting in our garage and said, well, heck, we need to use this stuff. And, um, once we, we started using it and putting the word out there and got some interviews done on it, we, um, we attracted a lot of sponsors. Um, Kevin Beeks with, uh, Excel sure was one. They were a huge sponsor that, you know, stepped in, uh, Brits will to walk campaign stepped in in a huge way. Uh, crown limos, um, you know, landing couriers, training school, I mean, all sorts of people, you know, just stepped in like uh, Autism MX, sorry, I'm just kind of nailing them off the top of my head here, Kristen Bones, yeah, and, totally. you know, a few others, but, uh, you know, it, it was really cool for me to to be able to, you know, go and meet these people and, and understand what they're trying to accomplish through, you know, advertising with us, and, and you know, I mean, our, our whole deal behind it was, you know, create a blank canvas. And uh, now there's uh, now there's a gear company that's coming out, you know, Canvas and actually sponsor me. And, and uh, you know, they're, they're going to help run with that idea. And they're going to, you know, basically um, try and get this idea out there for other privateers to use and take advantage of. Because it's, it's all about what we can do in this family of a, of a sport that we all live in and we're all part of to help each other. And, you know, we, we feel that we found something to help and, and, uh, and and raise money, and at the end of the day, we all have to raise money to you know go racing. It's it's a super expensive sport that we live in. It costs us a hundred grand just to do our West Coast West Coast program with uh, with Rocket Exhaust. So I mean, it's uh, it's a tough deal. And you know, like going back to NASCAR, like I touched on a minute ago, you don't understand. You know, or you, not that you don't understand, but you don't know who these people are supplying these race suits. I mean, yeah, if you really know about it okay, you probably know they're from Simpson or, you know, wherever they are mm-hmm. or whatever it may be. But the majority of the time you look at it and you realize that it's the M&M car. And when he steps out of his M&M car, he, he got the M&M, you know, uh, racing suit on. Or, yeah, that's you know, you Lowe's. See. Yeah, exactly. It, it's the only thing that you see. So, I mean, I, I don't even, you know, think that when you look at these guys, you really know what, you know, yeah, maybe you realize that they're sponsored by Chevrolet or Toyota, but besides that, it's literally the main sponsor. Well, the main sponsor is plastered all over the the bike. Well, okay, that attracts advertisement from outside industry sponsors because they get seen on TV. You put a small, you know, logo on the top left of your shoulder because the gear companies have everything covered. They're not going to be into that. They don't see that. You know, our our, our outfits aren't as big as, as uh, you know, especially a full car. So, um, yeah. 
we just tried to it makes a lot of sense to too it. like um and i totally relate to that like um friend of mine back in the day huge fan of dale earnhardt jr i don't know what kind of car he drives and i don't care what team he rides drives for but i'm pretty sure he's either uh national guard or the mountain dew car that's what i know and exactly. um, and same thing for you. And people respond to advertising in new places. And I, I and by that I mean, like I see every time I watch a Supercross, I see Ryan Dungey wearing Fox, and Fox is on him. So when I see it on him, it's not like I'm like eye catching. Oh, what, what's he wearing? That's it. Almost blends into the background a little bit. Whereas with you. Mm-hmm. It's almost like something that uh, it's something it's something placed somewhere it normally isn't at, so you pay more attention to it. So your gear actually would probably be a, mo- a more effective billboard than say a rider that is only wearing a particular gear brand with its own logos on it. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and hey, I mean, if if there's a rider out there getting paid hundreds of thousand dollars to wear a logo on their gear from a gear company, I mean, hey, more power to them. They're getting their job done, you know. Yes, sir. But for the people that aren't getting paid by gear companies and see a different opportunity through different investors and, and want to do something a different way. Well, Hey, I want to help people have that opportunity. I don't want to be the only one. If, if someone else out there, I mean, here's the deal. We're such a small industry in the world scheme of things. And as far as commercials go, I mean, commercial companies go and all this other stuff that I have no problem selling gear to, to all my big, you know, main rivals that maybe on a privateer team, and helping them go out and find outside sponsors because there's a million of them. You know, it's not like, oh, well, this guy tied up all the money over at, uh, you know, uh, so-and-so gear company, so that's out. Or, you know, this guy, you know, got signed by this neck brace company, so that's out. Or, you know, I mean, there, there's unlimited amounts of budgets um, through different commercial companies. So I'm just trying to expand our sport, and I'm just trying to help, you know, people do the same thing. And, and also for the average weekend warrior guy that wants to go out and have some playing gear, hey, what do you want on it? We'll, you know, you know all that stuff, and, and Canvas can do that for you. And uh, you know they're they're going to help uh, people do do logos as well, and um, and all that stuff. So there's there's just all sorts of cool things going on, and and uh, you know I'm just so that you know someone saw that idea and they they want to run with it too, you know. Well, that's, yeah, that's really cool because like it actually makes a lot of sense for even like a smaller market, uh, like the smaller the market, the better the application for it really. And it works on all levels, but say I race locally and uh, although say Fox Canada doesn't really see a lot of value in having Brad from Manitoba running his gear at the local 12 races that we have every year, but there's a local shop that will give me X number of dollars, say they'll give me $3,000 to be just dressed head to toe in Headingley Sport Shop Kawasaki logos. Well, mm-hmm. that's worth a whole lot more to me and it's worth, and it actually turns into sales for those guys. And it could be the same for you. You go to uh, Phoenix and all of a sudden you've got a Phoenix limo service on your, your back or your shoulder um, or your arm and that like that resonates with people that resonates with the local fans that can actually use that, see that and, and act upon it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, it's, That's it's, cool that it's a win. Is doing that. Yeah. It's, and it's a win-win. And I, I love the name that they came up with, you know, it's a, it's a blank canvas and you, you take it and you make what you want with it. And, uh, you know, that's, that's something that, uh, you know, I, I think that they're, they're catching on to that is really cool. And I know that they got some cool ideas in the works. So I'm, I'm really excited for, uh, for future, stuff to come from them and um yeah i mean i, I know that they're 
I'm pretty sure that they're getting ready to release stuff like mid late April. So um, I don't mean all you guys listening to this stuff. If you're interested, um, I'm sure the website will be up, you know, around then as well before they're ready to sell and, and all that stuff. So keep an eye out for it. Well, that's excellent. I might have to uh, give a tip to Jimmy Sloan over at uh, Milestone to make some Arma Energy gear. That'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's the thing. Like you know, all these all these teams that uh, you know need more sponsorship dollars and and things like that. Well, I mean, you know, you're not just looking for a small logo anymore. I mean, if you want to do, you know, whatever whatever it may be, and say Lowe's comes in and Lowe's wants to, you know dress you head to toe for a race and, and all their employees are going to be there and they want to feel like more of a part of it. Well, hey, that's, that's cool. Like, let's, let's help you do that. You know, I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's where our idea came and to have people advertise and be seen, they have to be seen to, you know, get something out of their investment. And, and that's what it comes down to. Right on, man. I'm glad to hear that uh, that Canvas has uh, embraced you and, and going forward with that program, man. Uh, it's time for the Bills Pipe. Pick your poison questions. Uh, are you down for something like that? Yeah, let's go for it. All right, perfect. Outdoors or indoors? Ooh, I don't know. I've gotten a podium outdoors in, in GPs anyway, but no, I'm kind of great on, on indoor. Um, I'm going to go with indoor. Indoor? Uh, yeah. Super... Uh, Jeremy McGrath or Ricky Carmichael? Oh, that's not fair. <sighs> Got a pick. Oh, Ricky Carmichael. He's a hard worker. Wow. He's the hard worker. Carmichael, yeah. it is. Uh, 30-second board girl or a referee with some credentials? A referee with some credentials. Let's cut the. Let's cut that out. I, I appreciate that answer. Uh, no, no need to over-sexualize a sport that sells itself, right? We got we got kids in the sport, and and you know we need to, you know we we're we're a professional sport, and I, I think certain certain aspects of it make it look, you know, a, a little a little bad in certain ways. That's just I mean, totally my opinion. But. Well, it's not WWE wrestling; it's motocross after all, right? And and what kind of role model are those girls for the girls coming up? And that's you know that's a that's a topic that we can spend all day talking about. <laughs> right on, man. Uh, yeah. Keep on going with these long whoop section or challenging uh, rhythm section. I think I might know where you're going on this one. Yeah, I'm going with rhythm section on that one. <laughs> Coke or Pepsi? Neither. I can't drink soda. Come on. Uh, uh, off I don't know season. that I've ever even. This is, this is where this is. I don't know that I've ever had a Pepsi. Good lord. That's why I'm, I'm not gonna very go, fast. I'm going to go with Coke then. Yeah, Coke. Coke then. Uh, Chipotle or Jimmy John's? Chipotle. Chipotle. Two stroke or four stroke? Two stroke all day long. Uh, San Jose Sharks or uh, San Diego Chargers? I'm just going to have to go with Chargers. My girlfriend's going to kill me because she's a good old Seattle fan. There you go. Um, <laughs> Skiing or snowboarding? Snowboarding. Blondes or brunettes? Blondes. Uh, rowing machine or road bike? Road bike. And that's the end of the Bill's Pipes Pick Your Poison questions. Would you be so kind as to throw it to commercial for me? Yeah, guys. This is uh, Michael Lee. We'll be uh, right back. Thanks for listening. All right, guys. All right, guys. It's time for a commercial. It's time for a commercial. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. 
I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable sweat-absorbing liner and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice or just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with Oats and Bran. Oats and Bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey kids, start out every morning with a fat bowl. So, what do you think of Rich Taylor? Lighter than air and stronger than steel. So what that means is it can move much faster. 2014 X-Brand Goggles is back and better than ever. From the Scatter-X, Volcano, and Phantom Goggle, X-Brand has the product to make you stand out on race day. The quality of X-Brand products is second to none. Great lenses, incredible frame, and a strap that doesn't wear out. Great tear-offs, zip-off systems, nose guard, and more. Check out eksbrand.com for all of the accessories and pricing. WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up WUSA.com, that's D-U-B-Y-A-U-S-A.com right now, and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, pick your hubs, pick your spokes, even pick your nipples, and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website, you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, Talon and Kite aluminum hubs, Galfer and Brembo brakes, and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys we're building wheels for. Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, Chad Reed, and the entire Geico Honda team. And I kid you not, if they are not told whose wheels are whose, they just build amazing product. And I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did and head to WBYAUSA.com today. WUSA, all things wheels. What's up, guys? It's time to talk a little bit about Roy Borden Race. He's the performance specialist suspension, making a motor work, balancing a bike, or just maintenance. He's got the tools and know-how to make sure that your bike is ready on race day or practice. Roy Borden has strength in years of experience 
and the best technology and best tools at his disposal. Whether you're getting your forks redone, seals, or a full, full-blown full rebuild on your forks or, or shock, call up Roy Borton today at 204-633-2722. Thank you so much for that. I'll cut it off right there. And we're back, back from commercial. Uh, Mike, we've covered over uh, the canvas gear. And uh, one thing I want to touch on before we talk a little bit about uh, rocket exhausts is uh, how uh, your KX-65 ended up getting in the hands of motocross action back when you were on 65s. Because I don't know why I remember that so well. But I think that was one of the first magazines that I really read and was able to read from beginning to end. And, uh, yeah, they had your bike. <laughs> that thing, uh, apparently the, the front end was stupidly stiff. Yeah, I, um, my dad was always uh, really, you know, in with all those guys. So that, that helped me out a big, a big chunk of my career for, you know, for a lot of that stuff. And it was cool also at a young age to be able to do, you know, all that stuff for, you know, MXA and, and uh, like in loads of other magazines to, to bring in a young rider like myself because that was kind of something that was untouched back then. And, um, you know, once all that, uh, all that happened, I, I don't know, but I, I remember my 65s being sick. They were bad, but, uh, I mean, that's, that's a ways back for sure. That's sweet, man. No, you had some unbelievable bikes back in the day. Uh, I started on KTMs and you're on 65 or K- Cowboys on 65s. And then, uh, you're a Honda guy for the rest of your amateur group, correct? Yeah. I, um, once I think it was '06, um, I left Team Green and went to Honda. Um, funny enough, Todd Baldwin over at Chaparral back then was the first guy to help me out, and then I stayed on Hondas with him. And then we'll go back to the GP thing here in a minute. But and now Malcolm Smith, who helps me out, Todd Baldwin is also there, so he's you know he's still helping me out. Uh, you know, whenever it is nine years later, how funny is that? That's unreal. Um, yeah. And it, it's amazing how the connections go with uh, the motocross industry. It seems like you're always uh, relying on somebody or you know somebody who knows somebody. Um, any chance yeah. that uh, you end up coming coming back for that USGP? Because uh, by the sounds of your recovery, it sounds like uh, you'll be in peak form uh, come the, uh, the international race at uh, a track that happens to be in your backyard. Yeah, I, uh, it's definitely thought about. The the downside is that I'm too old for MX2, so I'd have to run the MXGP class. Um, uh. So I would I would have to step up onto the 450. So I mean, it's something we've thought about, something we're thinking about, and uh, we'll just we'll wait and see. You know, I, I got you know a little road ahead of me yet still. So um, you know, it's it's all in the cards. Fair enough. Um, when you when you when you do come back, uh, are you thinking about um, possibly trying to lock down a position to to do the GPS? Would you like to do the the American Nationals? And um, have you have you talked to the guys over at Rocket Exhaust at all about uh, saving some space on your your canvas gear? Um, as far as um, I think you started out with the MXGP stuff. I mean, you know, I've, I've kind of done the MXGP thing and. Um, you know, certain things left a pretty bad taste in my mouth, the way things left off over there. So, I mean, not that I wouldn't go back, but it would take a great opportunity for me to go back. Um, and, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens there. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, something I always said back then was my dream is here and, uh, you know, I want to make my dream, you know, come through and, and I still feel and believe that I can. So I want to push until I can, uh, 
either you know accomplish that or or try until I can't try anymore, and uh, we'll we'll see. But um, yeah, I mean, definitely you know doing some outdoors and stuff this year is on the is on the plate, and uh, that's definitely a plan. And and yeah, I mean you know rocket and uh, and all that stuff. I'm very and massive part of my program, and I wouldn't be on the track without them. Um, you know, it's it's just a bummer the way that uh, the first things. The, the beginning of this year kind of went down because, you know, I was hoping to do a lot better and, uh, you know, give back to a lot of the, you know, the amazing people that helped me out and, and all that stuff with some great results. But, you know, um, they're, they're always behind me and uh, they, they help me out in any way that they can. And, you know, not to mention the product and the packages that they're able to release are just unbelievable. Um, so, I mean, you know, especially being a privateer like I am and, and being able to fight against the factory boys on a privateer bike, that's something that, uh, isn't done too often over on the on the west side of, of the coast anyway. So um you know it's uh we'll we'll see how things go. Well that's excellent to see that uh you've got your sights set on a on a triumphant return and we wish you the best of luck when you do so. Um anyone you'd like to thank before uh we pull a plug on this thing? Yeah, I mean there's there's uh there's loads of people. Um um, this is probably too much. Like, can you can you chop that right there, and then can I pull of up course. the concert sheet real quick? Right. I'm really good at editing. Perfect. Thank God. That would suck if I totally had to ruin the whole thing and couldn't use it. <laughs> you would be surprised how many times they're like, so like a guy who I think that would really like to like thank his sponsors, and he is like, dude, I don't even remember. I'm like, what? That's sad. That's sad. It really is. You know, it's really funny Where's because it's like. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right, give me just a second here. I'm going to find this thing. Oh, my God. I got like 60, so it's not even that. I'd rather not leave anyone out, though. I'm going to share this, uh, this Instagram post of yours. Sweet. From the canvas thing. Motocross, yeah, that's just getting such a good follow. Have you seen the new death video we just released? I have not. I'm going to have to. Let's check that one out. Yeah, buddy. I have lots of time, too. It snowed again today. I don't know why. Yeah. Winnipeg, bro. Crazy. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. I am... Come on. All right. You ready? Oh, Absolutely. Uh, so, Mike, I guarantee you've got some sponsors that you'd love to thank before we pull the plug on this. Who are those sponsors? And, uh, yeah, name them off for me. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, like I said, we're, we're a privateer team. And, you know, there's a, there's a lot of people behind us that help us out. And, uh, you know, I, I got a long list, guys, so be ready. But, uh, you know, A-Motor or A-Sports, Gear Imaging, Applied, Asterix, Autism, MX, Bolt, Bully Dog Food, CH1 Pro Training, Comedic, Cosworth. Crankworks, Crown Limo, CV4, Cycra, Death Family, Dunlop Titus, X, Ellis Last, Exelbine, Excelshire, Factory Metalworks, Faster USA, Garnet, GoPro, Hot Cams, ICW, Jeff Steering, KDN, LBD, uh, Landing Courier Training School, Lit Pro, Malcolm Smith Motorsports, Milestone MX, Motion Pro, Motion Seat, Moto Seth, Nikon, Ember Racing, On Track, Piston Bones, Pivot Works, Race Ocal, RC, REC MX, Recluse, RKXL, Rocket Exhaust, RPM Science, Brian Walters, RXR, um, 33 Films, Seal Savers, Showy, Split Design, Sunstar, Tamer, Toyota Escondido, Vertex Pistons, Vortex, 
worldwide bearing and WPC. That's just the list right there, man. I thank you so much for coming on the show. Short notice, uh, literally put this thing together in about 30 minutes and recorded it in 30 minutes. I can't thank you enough for coming on the show and uh, chatting with me. Um, You have yourself a great rest of your day. I'll get to editing this thing and uh, we'll do this again, my friend. Perfect. Yeah, sounds good. And uh, yeah, appreciate all you guys for listening in. And uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening to the Big MX Podcast, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles. Be sure to check out our archive for episodes you may have missed. Check out our website at BigMXRadio.com for more content.